Thanks for joining me on another episode of Tech, Sex, and Checks. I'm excited about today's guest. That's my girl. Her name is Dr. Kendra Segura. I've known her forever, since eighth grade to be exact. Um, So we've gone through a whole lot together. And now she is a doctor. So who better to have to talk about this particular subject matter of vaginal health than uh, Dr. Kendra? And plus, she's doing all kinds of amazing things with her life. Uh, She's got a brand new baby, a husband. She's on the new show of the new season of Married to Medicine LA. So please look forward to watching that on May 3rd. And um, yeah, we're just going to get right into it. But please welcome Dr. Kendra Segura. Hey, 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 what up, y'all? What up? What up? Dr. Kendra's in the building. Listen, I've been putting out my fillers already. Um, I have got some questions for you. There's so much to talk about. And you know, you're my real life girlfriend. So we could go real life for days. In in real life. In real life. But but I'll I'll let you structure us and keep us on point. (laughs) I appreciate you. Um, Listen, I know you actually just came from work. And so you... You have a lot going on at the moment. You have a brand new baby, family, an amazing yes, new, uh, new husband. That new booty, you know? Exactly. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Kendra. So my name is Dr. Kendra Segura, and I have been a longtime friend of Robin Ayers. And we met in the eighth grade, and long story short, Um, I decided to have a career change. I went on to medical school and who would have thought that I would ever become an OBGYN. If anybody knows me, knows that I didn't want anything to do with vaginas. So (laughs) you never know where life could take you. And um, I have a long, you know, fertility journey. And I just, nine months ago, I met this new dude. His name is Hart. That's my baby, my baby boy. And, um... It's been awesome. Oh, and I met, you know, a nice guy along the way. You know, got a baby daddy. So, (laughs) you know, it's going to be hard for me to stay like short when I talk to you. So it's, you know, I've been knowing Robin for years. Like we are basically, we're family. It's, it's, we're family. So um, I'm happy to come on and I'm excited to come on this podcast because we have real conversations and I know we're just like everybody else. Hopefully you guys will have questions and comments and I'll come on for a part two and let us know what you guys want us to talk about too. Let's get into it. So one of the questions that I had, Kendra, is about um, vaginal health. Like a lot of women, we want to know, what does it mean? First of all, what does it mean to have a healthy vagina? Is is there a term like a healthy vagina? Okay, yes, there is. There is such things as healthy vaginas. And... Some vaginas are healthier than others because some of us eat better than others. So having a healthy vagina just means keeping a normal vaginal pH. And so what helps us keep balance in our body is a good diet, you know, drinking lots of water and having good vaginal hygiene. So for instance, if you're stressed out, if you're going through a lot of drama, you're yelling, you're arguing, you're not drinking your water, or it could be good it could be good stress you could be really busy working providing for your family and you just forget to work out or just drink water eat right 
your pH in your vagina is going to change. And so that is what leads to different odors or different types of discharge. So everybody likes to think about STDs, but this is a good topic because we're just talking about vaginas free of STIs, actually, sexually transmitted infections, and just talking about the balance of a woman's own vagina. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of little things that we just don't think about. So when you're talking about your positivity and, you know, thinking, thinking, you know, the glass half full, that, that adds to the whole body. So everything starts from the mind because that leads to behaviors and that leads to inflammation in the body. And so everything you can have in the body, you can have in your vagina. So your vagina can be inflamed. Ouch. Oh, goodness. That sounds, yeah, that sounds painful. I mean, you just touched on something though, because, um, you know, I was always, I've always heard, you know, like the smell of your vagina, (laughs) sorry, um, of all of that, um, Right, 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 right. Depending on what you eat, you know, you hear about fruits and stuff like that. And so all of that stuff is really true. But also emotionally, you're saying that what you're going through, stress and all of that stuff can really kind of change the pH and change what's going on down there. And think about it, Robin, because it changes your period. Like if you're stressed or if you're traveling, if you're if you start a new diet, your period can be affected by that. So, you know, wherever you are on your menstrual cycle, you, we each have, you know, a smell, our own vaginal smell. And one of the most common thing when a woman comes to see me in the office is that she'll tell me, uh-huh. Dr. Segura, I have an infection. Something's not right. So, you know, I brace myself for it and I do oh. a speculum exam. And guess what? It's normal. So, so yeah, it's completely normal. So sometimes what smells bad to, you know, yourself really is just a normal change of the vagina because whatever is going on at that yeah. point in your life, okay, that moment in your life. And, um, you know, I, I get a lot of visits like that for sure. So definitely, you know, I've mm-hmm. seen, you know, a lot of vaginas in my day, you know, and just in getting yes. better by the minute, you know, <laughs> as far as my experience, but definitely vaginas all look different. Okay. And the things that affects the vaginas, what, what makes your vagina change? Well, first of all, of course, going through puberty. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we're talking about women here. And, you know, depending on how much trauma your vagina has gone through, how many children Mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. come out of the birth canal, right? Then it comes to genetics, right? Genetically, we are given, you know, either what our mama gave us and sometimes whatever our mama gave us Mm. is not enough as far as the elasticity in this vaginal skin. So we're talking about genetics. We're talking about the trauma to the birth canal. We're talking about even after you have a vaginal delivery, some of us need to be repaired. Most of us actually. Then Mm -hmm. the part that I hate, you know, as we get older, okay? And as some of us may gain weight, that all adds Mm. to the appearance of the vagina, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if I may, the texture of a vagina and, and some of us have stronger muscles. So the muscles down there, medically, we call it perineal yes. muscles, but a lot of us know it as Kegel muscles. So some of us, depending on, you know, if we work out or if we played sports or just, you know, what okay. your mama gave you, we have stronger muscles. 
and some of us have weaker muscles. So all this are factors mm-hmm. that add into an appearance and a wow. feel and okay. the look. Good stuff. Basically, of a vagina. You know what? You remember um, recently on my birthday, I wanted to have a little experience. I wanted to go uh, get a V-steam. You've heard about all those. And you and I had a discussion about the V-steaming. And I know that you, um, right? You, there's different varying thoughts out there. But I want to get yours specifically. It's like, um, like the the V-steam. And you know, you've heard of the the um, yoni eggs and the like right. the that are out there. Right. Okay, so the short answer. Okay. And I can answer this for the whole medical community, okay? Um, and, yep. you know, gynecologists, of course, we are the specialists of vaginas. So for everyone, okay, oh, all the okay. medical com- community, we would all say leave your vagina alone. Okay. It's basically a self-cleaning oven, okay? And if any of you guys cook or, you know, have a self-cleaning oven, you know, sometimes it's time to clean it and you, you put that on. <laughs> I personally have never used yes. it, but it's a very popular example <laughs> and analogy leave your vajayjay yeah. alone and the reason is the reason is is because again it goes back to what we talked about first that was a very good question you asked in the beginning vaginal health your ph we have good and bad bacteria so when you introduce something like steaming mm. what is that going to do that's going to get rid of all the bacteria okay you know and guess what happens when you get rid of the good and bad Okay, then what happens is the bad bacteria can overgrowth uh. and take up the space where the good bacteria was supposed mm-hmm. to be. So in the world, right, I, I look at it like this. In life, you have, there's good and bad. Yeah. But we That's wouldn't true. know how good the good could be without the bad and vice versa. So we all live in a homeostasis environment and that's what the vagina is. We need that bad bacteria down there. But mm-hmm. we only need it in so much. You see what I'm saying? So you need the good and you need the bad and they live in perfect harmony. So a lot of women may feel good. You know, the first three A's, you're gonna feel great. You get steam. Mm-hmm. I mean, just imagine if anybody has gone into a steam yeah. room. Your skin feels tight. You're like, whoa. You know what I mean? You feel detoxed, but that's only gonna last mm. so long. And then guess what, Robin? somebody's going to be in to see me a week later and then and a lot of women don't make the connection right that may be a week or two later that they come in and say you know what something's not right and I think I have an infection or I think I even have an (laughs) STD you know what I mean I'm about to kill him so yeah that was a short answer if the people in the world who are doing these things are going to want to hear that but I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're trying to help all women. And I think that they're also trying to help women and maybe not knowing the, the medical opinions on it, but they're, they still, you know, I think are out to you know, help all of us. Oh, definitely. And you know what? You know, yeah. it's not, hey, you can try something at least once, you know, but we're talking about a, the woman yeah. who's yeah. interested in having optimal vaginal health. You know what I'm saying? So... If, you know, for those women out there, the mm-hmm. yo stuff is just the center of the universe and it's golden, okay, and you want optimal vaginal health, then I have to say, stay away from steaming. But if you just want maybe, yeah. you know, a lot of women, let's let's keep it real, Robin. Let, let's keep it real. A lot of women, you know, they're doing some stuff, you know, they got infections and they have mm-hmm. maybe a big, big night ahead. And they want to go get steamed real quick, clean everything out, okay, and 
they know it probably lasts for three days and then they're going to go back into the cycle yeah. of infections but they have an event they got they got a special night okay that special man that they don't care and they just want everything clean and they know it's going to come back because these are the women that live in that cycle there's yes those of us yeah. who live in a cycle of getting chronic infections so 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 i just want women to be informed you know if you're going to do something good. yeah know what's going to happen like let me just inform you you choose what what you want to do for your own body because sometimes you just want it to be lit real quick for about three yeah. days yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying real quick and then you, and then you real quick so I feel you. real you quick go, you know what i mean okay <laughs> i get that um let me ask you feel free to answer this i can but you're like you're kind of an open book with this stuff you ever like you know how they say um like hairstylists need to go to a they need to go get their hair done by somebody else like yeah you're a professional at your own hair but you want to go get your hair done by someone else do you do you have questions right. about your own body and do you're like are you like yes. I gotta go see somebody about this because this and this is tripping oh wow you know what what okay are you talking about um no vagina vagina health in particular oh wow this like will be that. the first time I've ever gotten to ask this question you know it's so funny okay. because yes I can doctor my own vagina okay but because I'm yes. I'm one of those girls. I'm into optimal vaginal health. So because I'm into optimal vaginal health, okay. my vagina, you know, never really needs to see the doctor. Does that make sense? So yeah, yeah. So that is how um, I basically, you know, lived my life. Yes, yeah, so that just shows you that whenever you do, if you're doing optimal vaginal health, you're not going with mm. fads. You will need to see the doctor less. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I'm like, wait a second. Like, that was a good question. Oh, wow. That, I, love, I mean, I, no one has ever asked me that. Very quickly, what age do you think we should start okay. to talk to young girls about um, that? Okay. Sexual stimulation. Because at this point, you know, when we're in school, I think the kids learn about, you know, their periods, they learn about giving birth, they learn about STDs, but they don't, they don't necessarily know, like, all the good of the vagina. Right. But that was a, that was a good yes. question, because you know, the, the positive side of sexual health, because when someone is sexually yes. stimulated, okay, <laughs> okay, layman's term, we'll just say, you know, horny, okay? So that is a sign of vitality. That is a sign of health, because if you're not if you're sick, the last thing you're going to feel like doing is, right. is feeling sexual, being sensual or having intercourse. So, you know, when we step back and I just look at health in general, if you have an okay. appetite and if you have a sexual appetite, those are good signs of vitality. So um, the question of the, the, the enjoy, the enjoyment of sexual health, right? So that would be masturbation. That would yes. be, you know, a, a young girl or a woman knowing her vagina, you know, knowing what the vulva area is, mm -hmm. which is the lips versus the vagina, which is on the inside. Now that I would have to leave that part up to the parents. You know what I'm saying? As, as when you want to introduce a young woman to that, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so funny because you usually talk to guys, right? Like, you know, yep. if a father has a son, you know, he's going to be like, hey, you know, 
pair of condoms and there's going to come a day where you're going right. to like a girl right. and you're going to want to have sex with her because you want to feel good you know what I mean but I don't think that as women we don't talk to our daughters like oh you know one day you're going to have a boyfriend and you're going to want to feel good he's going to touch you and your body's going to respond and become aroused and your you know your vessels are yeah. going to dilate which brings more blood vessels to you do you know what I'm saying you don't even have comfortable conversations regarding sex it's more I think there was more shame put on it than it was like enjoyment absolutely and and that comes from just the whole stigma of you know not being a virgin when you're married the whole stigma mm-hmm. of that if you had more than one sexual partner you're a whore you know what I mean so I think that that goes to society as far as there's a lot of sexism and discrimination and I mean look what, what's going on right now you know right now um, as, you know, as I'm talking to you, you know, we got the COVID climate going on right. and you got certain states that want to ban abortion right. as a non-essential service. And if anybody who has kids or have had miscarriages or Absolutely. abortion, we know Absolutely. that is a damn essential yeah. surgery. Okay. And I mean, that is life altering. Okay. And um, so, you know, um, it doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but I think that it's good to tell, you know, young girls yeah. that how your body's going to respond so they don't be shocked because they're going to learn it one way or the other. So I think more, I think what's a more appropriate topic, and I think that's what you're getting at, is just the arousal right. response right. and how you are normal to feel aroused. Go find an OBGYN that you connect with, that you love on, because yeah. as women, you know, we have menstrual careers. You see what I'm saying? And so we have sexual careers. I call it careers because, you know, we need to start putting as much effort into our sexual health, into knowing the women parts of us as we do in our careers. So um, we need to pay attention. Yes. And menstrual career, girl, because it is a career. Okay. It has a start, you know, a beginning, a middle, and it does end. Oh, my goodness. We have Married to Medicine L.A., and you are a new cast member. Oh my goodness! Um, let's just let's let's just break this all down. I mean, from from your experiences um, and and what you love about it. And, and personally, I'm looking forward to it because it's it's airing. Um, the premiere is May third. May 3rd, 9 p.m. Everybody set your DVRs. I know a lot of us, at least a lot of people that we know, probably don't even watch reality TV, but I think this is a good show to support. I think it's a good franchise to support. I applaud Bravo for, you know, putting together um, career women, you know, and career men and that look like, you know, me, you know, and, and come from the places that I come from. And so the married to medicine franchise, I think is awesome. So set your DVRs May 3rd, 9 PM and support, you know, this is hashtag black excellence. And at the same time, it's black reality. It was a major decision to kind of say, okay, and let the world in on everything. And, um, and I did it. And I do want to say this, the reason, you know, I'm very private, you know, that Robin. And, um, the reason why I, I decided to go ahead and do it, um, is because, you know, when we were growing up, Robin, I didn't know anybody mm-hmm. that was, yeah. you know, that had a career per se, if yeah. that makes sense, you know, let alone knowing somebody in the medical field at all. And so, um, and if I did, 
see my own doctor or, you know, if I saw my doctor, you know, they're just so far fetched. It was so, there is in a different world. Like I didn't, I couldn't relate to that. I never thought I could. I, I never even dreamed of that because I never had it around me. So I, along with Hobart, we decided to do this Mm -hmm. just to show kids who were like us growing up that, you know what, hey, you know, Mm -hmm. I grew up right in South Central Los Angeles. I went to a public school and um, I decided to, to, to pursue the healthcare field. And we're talking about married to medicine, but this, it could be anything. You know, it could be, you know, you want to be an art teacher. You want to be a mm-hmm. singer. You want to be a, a police woman. Okay. Officer. Okay. You want to, it's, it's whatever you want to do, but it just kind of shows you that um, we're human mm-hmm. and these are our struggles and there's a lot yeah. of failures. Very quickly, where can people find you um, and what's coming up for you? What do you have on your plate? Anybody can find me at Dr. Kendra MD. And that handle is Twitter, it's Facebook, it's um, Instagram, and my website is Kendra MD. So www.kendramd.com for those who kind of want to know more about what I do. So basically what's up for me is kind of now that we're winding down with the show, I'm kind of getting back on track of what I love to do is which is come on podcasts, go on interviews about you know, women's health. I'm passionate about preventive care and I'm passionate about um, my community. And um, yeah. I just want to do whatever I can to bridge that health disparity. You know what I mean? If I can bridge that gap, you know, then I've done, you know, my work, you know, but yet it's a huge mountain. So the work never stops. So what's up for me are more um, um, speaking engagements, um, interviews, and all this pertains to, like I said, women's health and bridging yes. that yeah. Uh, I am extremely proud of you. I've, I've always been, but you know, I just see your growth and I see your heart for people. And, you know, on another note, I love how easy it is to talk to you about um, women's health. You know, I love, I love that. And I, and not just between you and I, cause we're friends and we can do this all the, all, t- all the time, but really how easy you make it for right. other women right. to come and see all you. day that's a beautiful thing thank you for saying that thank woman, you or man if you choose but someone who is going to be that personal with you it's very hard to find someone who's going to be that uh, welcoming and knowledgeable and just make it so easy so you already know the fir- the girl's first appointment is going to be with you oh yes. hey there's going to be a lot of questions <laughs> that come out of this I know and so uh, we definitely will have a part two on this and um, at some point in the future and um, I really do thank you I love you I appreciate you coming on and um, yeah, we're going to have our normal conversation at some point soon and I love thank you, you so thank much you. Robin I look forward to being yeah, on your show again you.